Hello, my name is Noah. And my name is Gavin. And we're the Blanchard Brothers. And this is True Stays with Noah and Gavin. We are back on the case after five long years, much like many of the protagonists of this series. <laughs> we are back on a cold case uh, because we got a new season of True D to discuss. Brother, yes. uh, we are we've been very excited about it. Uh, we of course uh, we we did kind of catch all episodes for yeah. seasons one and two that had you know been on for quite you know been long dormant at that point. This was kind of the first revival, if you will, when uh, when season three was coming out. We decided, hey, we're going all in. You know, we love season two. We're not letting anybody tell us different. Like we're nope. we're all in for season three. Let's see what happens. And we followed that uh, week to week and did our coverage there. And that was kind of the, the premiere and, and, and proper of Truesdays. So we're back now and uh, we've got a whole new season. Like I said, five years later. General thoughts before we, you know, discuss the premiere itself. Just like what broad, broad strokes, what'd you think? After after all this buildup, uh, after a delay, we were supposed to get this tail end of last year. Mm-hmm. I actually noticed that in holding it, they held with tradition because season one premiered January like twelfth or thirteenth. Season mm-hmm. three also premiered like January twelfth or thirteenth. Yeah, and season two, in true season two fashion, was the odd duck. Uh, Gavin is uh, he's giving me a he's giving me the pause finger. We are over Zoom. This is live. I'm not cutting this. He is uh, disappearing off cam. I don't know what's uh, he's closing a door. He's coming back. He's coming back. He's okay. back. Sorry, he's back. Do- dog is oh. out of the room now. He came in and sat down and was fine. And then when the door was pu- pulled shut behind him, he was like, "Oh wait a minute, I don't want to be in here." So it's now the door is shut. This, fully, is, so. this is the thrill yeah. of live casting on of Zoom course. right after the episode. We just, yeah. uh, of course, you know, this airs on Tuesday because yeah, that's just when our episodes used to come out. And I was like, true detective, two, two, true, days. Um, so it's a stretch and it's a terrible yeah. name and I apologize, but you know, it's the one we're stuck with. So it comes out on Tuesdays, but we, uh, we are trying to record these right after the episode so yeah. raw thoughts and uh yeah i i forget what i was saying before you uh you had to run no, you wanted door. to look like like the re you just like the raw react waiting for it and like you pushing it back and like everything but two when you said two didn't premiere in january oh yeah i was saying in true in true season two fashion it premiered in like june so like they were like yeah people enjoy this in the summer right and it's mm-hmm. like no and <laughs> If you haven't listened Maybe to our other episodes, yeah. like that was my two was my introduction because I went down to the beach down in Florida. I think I've said on this podcast and I watched the second episode. And of course, famously, that's when like it ends with Colin Farrell, Ray Velcoro, just getting shot by this person in a bird hat with a bird mask. And you're like, what the fuck is this? I had no idea. 
But people I went with, they were like, oh, you don't know what this show is? I was like, no, not, not in the slightest. They're like, you got to watch season one with McConaughey. And I was like, there's a there's a season one? What are you talking about? I forget so, that you had, you saw it yeah. in reverse order. Or right. Not, so what, yeah. like when I got done, I said, well, let me, you were like, oh yeah, dude, like True Detective season one, you loaned me the, the Blu-rays that you had, or not Blu-ray, either Blu-ray or DVD of the first season. And I just watched all of that because this is before we had any HBO streaming at all. Mm -hmm. I, like, ser like, I don't even think <laughs> HBO had a streaming service. It might've been like HBO now, but it's nothing like it is now with Max and all that. So, you know, went back and watched the first season. And then by that time, season two had ended. So I caught up with season two and I was like, okay, all right. And then famously for season three, recap the first two. And then again with this one, recapped Fam all of it famously because, is yeah. very generous there famously recapped by yeah by the blanchard brothers yes no, i mean okay. it's just it, this this go around was an excuse to watch all the other ones just to try and figure out like i don't know yes we did we did binge back through um again only the only time we ever really started to see true connection was in season three where mm -hmm. they draw a straight line to right. season one. And obviously in the teaser for this, I think in an effort to kind of get people back that had maybe, maybe felt burnt by season two and so didn't initially jump back into season three. Right. And then maybe hear like, oh, four's coming. Oh, I never watched three. Or like, oh, I checked out the pilot, but maybe I didn't stick with it. Uh but yeah, and obviously, if you go on Max, if you have in the last couple of months, they've been promoting it. They've been trying to get everybody to go back. And it, it worked like a charm. Just, a, mm -hmm. you know, a few weeks ago, I was like, oh, I'll, th I'll throw on season one because it's also something I just do semi-regularly. Like, yeah. I feel like every other year I end up watching it start to finish. But this was the quickest I've ever devoured yeah, me too. in a rewatch. <laughs> yeah. uh, and same with... Uh, with season three, which I had not watched since, since we, we since we covered it, basically. Yeah, me neither. And I feel like because we, you know, took that time, and I feel like I rewatched some episodes as we were doing that week to week. Um, I never really felt the need to go back to it, but there's been enough distance from it now, a full five right. years, that I was like, oh, and there were bits of it that I forgot. Mm -hmm. Uh some things that I still bumped on, but overall I was like, nah, dude, this is uh this is an incredible season. As I as I think we basically felt at the time, but mm -hmm. uh still maybe maybe still not quite what a certain uh section of the fan base wants. So they were very clearly teasing in the trailers for True Detective Night Country, season four. We got the crooked spiral. Right. Whatever yeah. that means in the context of this show, we're like, we're trying to get the lore hounds back. The people who are like, nah, dude, tell me about the Yellow King. This was yes. always about Carcosa. Like, what are, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Yeah. So they're definitely trying to bait those people back in. And like, hey, we've always like, maybe toyed with like the supernatural, not really. But it's been at play, sort of, widely speaking, you know. So right. trying to tease that back into it. And then you obviously, I mean, to me, you have the killer ace in the hole, which is just 
you have Jodie Foster in the lead, which in many ways is kind of bigger casting. I like it was time and it it was place. It was it was the reconnaissance. It was it was him and Woody. It was you know it was a thing. Right. Uh, Mahershala, you know, I had think he that's, already he had already won. no literally no 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 like the second episode is airing and he's winning an Oscar second Oscar for for Green Moonlight. Book no Green Book that's that right Green been, Book that's right right he had already right. won for Moonlight that's what I'm saying so already Academy Award winner jumping in arguably that's like more high profile like right. in its in its time but it's like the the fact that he was the get for season three but Jodie Foster's a legend like yeah beyond and it, it particularly to this genre oh yeah yeah so like that casting alone i feel like got a lot of people back you know back in the game if you will oh definitely so i was definitely very excited going in uh yeah just broad broad reaction for but it's part one there are no episode titles for for this run yeah just part and one. uh i think we had previously said this was going to be eight weeks of coverage. Uh, that would, I mean, we could do that, but I think there's only six episodes of this series. Right, yes. Probably so, see six so far. Yes. Uh, I think that's yeah. all we're getting. Uh, but yeah, general thoughts after after night one. I, um, I'm i stoked that it, it's just back in general. Um, Excuse me. How are you feeling after our first night in the night country? Um... I definitely, I, I feel like they nailed the atmosphere. I feel like if you, like I did do just a tad bit of reading that like obviously old boy is out. Like he had talked about maybe having an idea for four. We didn't really know what that was. By old boy, we mean Nick Pizzolato. Yeah. Is, is out of the picture. We knew still that going EP. in. Yeah, still an EP, but he's he has still no get, writing. He's no still getting a check. He's still yeah. getting a check. It's his it's his baby. It's his, it's mm -hmm. got his, it's going to have his name on it forever. I did not, I was, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to jump in, but, no, uh, I was a bit distracted because I was looking for a lot of other things also. Like, you know, I know that Billie Eilish song, but I was, I was distracted by it a bit as well while also trying to just be like, oh, this is the new opening credit sequence. Right. I, I didn't catch, but I'm assuming Woody and, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, they're both still. They, they're still yeah. listed. Okay, mm -hmm. I, I, I didn't see. I yeah. assume that will just carry forward indefinitely. Well, yeah, they've done it ever since. I don't see why not. Yes, but okay. um, sorry, continue. Well, no. So look and looking it up, the 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 this is all single voice, like lady, female writer, director, all that. Um, so this is Issa Lopez, mm -hmm. and I re regret regretfully, I still have not seen Tigers Are Not Afraid. Mm -hmm. uh, which I believe. I uh, feel like we talked about it on an Oscar cast. Did the you, name? Did you catch it? No, I don't think you have so. Not seen it. So uh, our our good friend uh, and fellow caster on this very network, uh, Mr. Sunshine Mayfield, uh, was a big fan and has shouted it out to me multiple times. Came out in 2017, but it is mm -hmm. uh, it's available on Shutter. If I'm not mistaken, I I think they. I think it was a festival thing and they purchased it, but I think it kind of like lives on there. I don't think it ever goes away from oh, each okay. other. Uh, I will double check that as I say that. Uh, yeah. So it's available through AMC plus uh, 
again, yet another reason to have AMC Plus. There you go. Again. Uh, so I will definitely be checking this out. I do know she is kind of uh, Guillermo del Toro's uh, protege, from what I've heard. And from um, what I read, she said that like the like uh, the thing and the Overlook Hotel and the Nostromo were all like big influences into like writing this and what she wanted to like go with. And one thing I think she harped on that I read was that basically she wanted to come up with something that kind of was a parallel or a dark mirror, her words, to season one. So is where like season one is very like hot and sweaty and you're in like the the bayous and like just the you know the the swamps yeah. of louisiana she wanted it to be very cold and like all female driven which i think is great just just for one to have like another female back in because i feel like we get i feel like we get short change in season two with bezerides because i we don't i don't know if we've talked about it i can't remember the episodes it's but just, like it's over season two that, that right the i mean it's a you it's just lose the Woodrow character and you're it's fine, a, I feel like. Huh. Well, yeah, but it, it's the blessing and, and the curse of season two, which is just it thinks it can it thinks it can stuff in essentially like five lead characters. Like you got you got Colin Farrell, you got Bezarides, as you mentioned, uh Rachel McAdams, right. uh Taylor Kitsch. Yep. Paul Woodrow. Then over on the criminal side you got not only vaughn but also kelly riley which is like definitely yeah. like they're entwined but it's like that's kind of five principal characters right that it's juggling at any given time on top of the mystery plot it's trying to like mm -hmm. you know the actual investigation etc which again does not matter the whole season <laughs> that's that, that's yeah that that's um, my thing it will end up in the fact that like season two there are they are not partners so they're all being forced to work together i think that is probably what i think it in its core i think that is what i appreciate about this series so starting this one this new one showing that like okay these two were partners so we haven't caught them like at their prime but we haven't caught them like so far removed that they just they're they're not in that like 15 years later, is Russ going to, you know, is Russ actually doing all this? And they're trying to get Marty to believe he's doing it. They're not at that point. Yeah, and arguably, I mean, they seem maybe the most antagonistic pairing we've yeah. seen thus mm -hmm. far in a lot of ways. Because that's, a, a again, that's an aspect of three that I really like going back through it is like they're they're pretty much on the same page for yeah. a lot of that season. I mean, they have their disagreements and stuff, but like their their friendship and the kind of like two old guys like getting back Stir on the some job shit up together. with me man yeah all Come that on. yeah all that uh is a, a really big part of what works in that season so uh yeah i'm i'm glad to i'm glad to get back and notably i guess we should say uh so far we're not really playing around with timeline I, obviously we know it's connected to an earlier case but even right. the fact that we know that from episode one is kind of a like hey we know you kind of know the rough structure of a right. true detective season like you know it's going to tie into a, a previous case so we're setting that from the get-go like we're not you know we're not fucking around here basically 
but notably it's not it's not doing the timey wimey thing of three, which I think right. maybe would feel a little played out at this time where it was like they immediately introduced we got three timelines. What are you gonna do? Season three, three timelines. You know? Oh no, it works perfectly. I mean, it's oh, it's one of great. Those... And it, like that's again a thing we we loved about it, but and it was a, it was again an elevation or an, and an echo of how season one is structured, which was absent of season two, which is more like straightforward in the moment, even right, though it does have no... its ties to the past as well. Uh, I think we get like a few brief. Do we get like a brief flashback scene of of Farrell and Vaughn? I feel like it's something. The first episode, literally, him walking that, in. I think that's it. Getting yeah. the info, you get Bezaridis, who is like. Flashback right. with we, her we, issue we with her dad, you, and that's can, it. You yeah. don't really go. Yeah, you don't, don't get a lot. We don't have no, to get what lost I was say, in those. Seasons. What I love about this is that, like, if you pay, if you notice, you have you've watched it. We're not recashing plot, but the previous case is in daylight. Like, it's something that can be seen by all because, like, we are obviously we we start counting. Like, okay, three days ago, night hit, and it's not going to get not going to have another sun sunrise for a while. You know. But like all the things we see, even whatever happened with Jodie Foster, and I'm assuming her ex-husband, the the father of the daughter she's now taking care of, like all that is like hap happens that I feel like at least will happen in like daylight. Like we'll see it, even if it may be like something at night. But like I just I like the idea of like when you're flashing back, it's all in light and you can see everything clearly yeah and well, like you you're presently just gonna be stuck in darkness for the next six episodes trying to figure out what happened you know yeah uh so i mean if you want to get right into it i was immediately like this doesn't necessarily feel like true detective no but what this does feel like is if true detective decided to do the thing uh which is one of like my like two or three favorite movies of all time yeah so i was immediately like i mean they that was teased as much in the trailer but as soon as you start showing me dudes in a research facility right in parkas i'm i'm just like okay dude did, did you catch one of them's name the His last name uh maybe i missed it clark i think i'm telling I you it ain't clark i'm telling you watch clark it's well clark. obviously when they come in okay yeah. so they got ferris bueller looping right on on the tv uh or a dvd noticeably yeah. looping so i did immediately i was tipped off i was like maybe we are playing with time maybe we are playing with time who knows yeah. who knows uh hmm. But uh, when Jody does come into the scene later, uh, and she stops the DVD player, I, of course there's a there's a very prominent uh, the thing universe classic Universal yep. Snapcase DVD mm -hmm. uh, just like uh, right there right there which I yeah. which I loved so I mean yeah it's 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 aware of its references it's calling them out directly uh, I was I mean, dude I'm, she's she's playing with it so hardcore when we get the the dude who's just we we all we we're just seeing him from the back we have no idea what's going on <laughs> he's just like vib yep. vibrating and flipping out and then it's just like she's here <laughs> or like 
she's awake now. She's, she's awake. Yeah. yeah, she's awake. Just and the lights go out. Terrifying, dude. Yeah. Uh, just just enough to like, you know, just enough to start towing that line of uh -huh. like, all right, just enough to again get the people who are like, just make it supernatural, like please. Please yeah. just make it the X Files, please. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, just enough to get those people re fully reengaged, uh, but also immediately providing enough, like even in this episode, enough to counterbalance it, where you know a sleuth maybe think we know where it's going. So, what do we make of uh, Chief Danvers? Um, as far as, uh, you know, as far as protagonists she, go thus far, again, we, we know there's more backstory to come. That's, that's a given, but just mm -hmm. first, first brush with the character, how we feel it. Well, she definitely, they definitely did what I, what I was hoping they would do. And that just cement her as like a solid police person, because as much as like, as much as anybody oh, looked at this, was like, yeah, oh she's my immediately god. the smartest in the room, right? I mean, that's pretty but, even. But as much as everybody who was like, oh my god, Jodie Foster, she hasn't been on TV since the seventies. A lot of people are like, ooh, Jodie Foster, as law enforcement. Oh well, obviously, she's the best choice. She was Clarice Starling, and I was like, mm-hmm, great choice. But that character, Clarice Starling, does nothing and is not bumbling, but like she's not sure of anything, and she's like vulnerable and has to rely on this monster to like you know kind of tell her she knows what she's doing essentially but the fact that she's just like nope it's this it's that you're gonna do this for me you're gonna do that for me and she has just a command and a presence of like everything she's schooling john hawks who i had no idea john hawks was in this show i'm so fucking stoked so, that he's there but like okay. she's schooling everybody she knows everything and i'm glad we'll get, she's that figure to be we'll get into we'll get into that and so when i said uh and in relation to her when I was like kind of a legend in this genre, I didn't necessarily just mean Silence of the Lambs. I'm like, I think the thriller genre in general, and it's like you can bring in a performance like Panic Room or something yeah. where it's, you know, she's the divorce embittered ex-wife who like, mm -hmm. you know, has to find the stone, so to speak, to deal with the situation. And like there's a certain amount again of like gruffness and that sort of performance that she's kind of right. aged into more and it's i don't know it's i it's totally working for me i'm so so into it but like you said yeah she's immediately the smartest person in the room she's noticing the small details uh she's a good detective i think we can definitely say that yeah. uh but obviously gonna have a complicated past i love that i I'm, i still feel like i don't we don't even really have to speculate on some of the familial relations and relationships. I, de I don't, uh, I'm a little vague on some of those as I feel like the show maybe wants you to be at this point. For instance, I don't know if the daughter is her daughter or on a, you know, no, uh, stepdaughter, because... stepdaughter seemed very clear. Yeah, she said you don't have to. You don't have to keep doing this. Like you know, my dad's okay. Like that's Man, definitely. It seemed like it seemed like she had lost a kid because she's mentioning a boy's name at some point. 
Right. When she's kind of having that like half dream nightmare sort of thing going on. Uh, that's what causes her to move. That's what calls her to move up to where they're at. Right. And, and, and in Alaska, got to well, be. And then there's also seemingly she had some sort of relationship with John Hawks, but that's not her kid that's on the force. Right. They've like dated maybe when, when she first that, got there. That's that again, that's the vibe. But again, I don't even want to speculate on all this because I'm like, I know it's it's I know it's coming, but yeah, you know. And obviously I also, quicker than we thought. I just it being six episodes, you know, so, yeah. while exactly. And while we're putting tabs on things, did you watch the the post like, you know, yeah, dude. This I didn't season, know Eccleson was in this either, dude. Okay, so Eccleson was a surprise for me as well. I, I had checked IMDB, but I honestly had forgotten and I just I mean I love he's, he's one of our boys. He's great. Uh, so is left, he is he the ex husband? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm just I like to just because it's the first episode and we we can flesh it out later. I'm just saying like maybe think he's maybe his he's ex husband. Mother is Fiona Shaw because they would make sense as being related. Just look at their faces. I never thought of that before. Eccleson yeah, and Fiona Shaw, one hundred percent. Okay, Eccleson is up there working Wait, with his mother. Go ahead, lay, lay it on. No, no, dude, Eccleson's up there working with his mother, and he's like, you know, okay, this is it. He's gonna he and he's convincing her like you you just got to make the move. They're they're doing a split thing, they're together, and she's like, but I have a great job here. And then bam, tragedy strikes. Her child dies, so she moves up there. And then when she gets up there, she maybe like kind of starts a thing with John Hawks as like a way to like numb the pain kind of thing. I don't know. But whatever re reason her and Eccleson aren't together anymore. They their marriage can't survive a la Russ and his wife. Marriage can't survive a child dying. But now that this case has come back and it's a huge thing, maybe Eccleson comes back and he's like, you I'm here to check on you. Like what's going on with you? You know? Right. Well, I okay. don't know. I'm just throwing it out there speculation. But I end of so the day it's a Wendigo. It's got to be a Wendigo, 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 whatever you want to call it. It's one of those running around okay. out there. I've got some theories I want to lay on you, some okay. predictions, just so we can see how they check out. Because I, of course, I love to be able to say that I called it, maybe. But right. I also do want to shout. Okay, so Kaylee Reese as uh, Navarro, Detective mm -hmm. Navarro, uh, really digging her. So she is she's state now, right? Yeah, state trooper. Yeah, she's state, and they used to be partners former case she tried to like she had worked it tries to get her back into it and involves an indigenous woman we're now seeing it tied back into this uh we get a little bit you know we get a little bit of personal life stuff with her again we'll we'll talk more about them as they're fleshed out but first brush i'm very i'm very like i'm interested in these these individuals right. because that's always a huge element of true detective it's not just the case we're going to get a lot of you know, it's the characters, it's the actual detectives. That's that's the whole fucking point of the show. Anyways, so we immediately get the tie of the tongue. Right. Okay. No pun intended there. And then uh, towards the end of the episode, Danvers is going through all the photo array, essentially, and she finds the jacket right so my early speculation but again because i can lay this out early i want to say i don't think this is like this doesn't necessarily hold water i think that mm -hmm. what they want us to think is that those guys 
maybe not all of them, but maybe most of them, they murdered that woman years prior. Okay. Uh-huh. But they made it look like it was like the mining people. Yes. They tried retaliation to blame, thing. Right. They tried to blame it on something. We'll uh, get and we get back story. And so whatever that happened. One to photo them, is the only photo whatever, you heard of that group. Right. Whatever happened to them was vengeance for that, essentially, whether it was supernatural or not. Uh okay. The and again, the teaser for the season and the simple fact that we do have John Hawks in this show, which for some people might be like a, you know, oh, I got my eye on him. And for some people might be like, a, oh, I've seen that guy and stuff, but like, you're not tip for me. He's a high enough level actor. He's an Oscar nominee for God's sakes, like multiple, at least two, I believe sessions, winner's bone, if I'm not mistaken, two time Oscar mm -hmm. nominee. Um, For me, I'm I'm of course just on guard where I'm like, all right, what's he what's he hiding? What's going on? He seems like he's a little out of it. Mm -hmm. He's on his phone. He's not paying attention. He's like he's texting shit from the like when Danvers is trying to like yell commands at him. Right. And he's got a shit ton of files at his house that he's like, nah, I didn't take it him home. Exactly. Yeah, bro, you did. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's got a whole room full of old files. Uh, the son, I don't, I don't know quite what the dynamic is there, but obviously I'm, I'm, I'm on alert from the get go just because you show me John Hawks. I'm like, well, I, I love my guy, but he can't play dirty. He can definitely play dirty. So, well, I'm, you know. Oh, dope. Oh, dude. I'm, I'm keeping, I'm keeping an eye on him. Dude, he did it. He killed her. <laughs> he did. It's him. Okay, well, he's, no, been, no, he's been murdering my, indigenous people up and down that place here, the entire his entire time being there. Here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I th I think we could be head of that rope because again, I think the jacket is a mislead. I think it's we're meant to think, oh, it's it's tied up in all these guys or whatever did this to this woman, but the dude who brings in food, who finds the tongue, uh -huh. who seems like a guy who's like. This is on my route or whatever. Like these guys stay out there for what years at a time, right? We're told, right? Yeah, yeah. But they get like yeah. they get supplies. They're not isolated drops, like the thing. Like people know where they're at. People know exactly. And so right. what I see is I see this jacket, this piece of evidence, being like, oh, this is goodwill or whatever. Right. And donated up there. Now, whether the dude who delivers stuff is somehow connected, or for instance, your your murderer, John Hawks, we're calling it right now, uh, you know, gets that jacket up there, but doesn't, you know, thinks, oh, I'm not gonna burn it, or for some reason doesn't burn you know, I don't I don't know. I don't know how it ends up there, but I feel like it's a mislead that we're meant to think that maybe this that these guys did something wrong. But I think maybe they're being framed in the same way that maybe the initial crime was a, a frame job and didn't happen or a misdirect, if you will. I mean, I everyone's a suspect, Gavin, is what right. I'm trying to very exactly. calmly well, say. Well, no, to you think about it without think screaming it. and blowing out the mics, but I just need you to know that everyone's a suspect. No, totally, because like you think about it, like, okay, um, 
if we're if we're saying this is real time, like this is twenty twenty four, right? Let's Presumably, just say it is. because we didn't get, Yeah. we didn't get any, Okay. So you know, ten I feel like years they all. ago, ten years ago, these two guys in Louisiana stumbled across a a, a ring, a, a child pedophile ring, Do with we know what the the crooked spiral. do we know what the distance is between the the current crime with the with the eight missing scientists and the indigenous woman? What was I don't what's think they the give gap? us a time frame. It's it's I don't not. think we I don't think we quite know yet either. No, But it's enough let's time, but let's not enough time for them to tell us. let's let's play with the idea. That we could be in like a five-year window, maybe? Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because basically, our furthest timeline we've ever touched in the series is 2015. Is that correct? In season Right. three? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And That we're would told be the... then about the events of season one happened 2011, 2012. Is that it? When the show came out, like it's present day when we're supposed to be watching it. And like, Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So you're 10, just for my theory, like you're 10 years removed from these guys in Louisiana stumbling upon a pedophile ring. Right. We've obviously seen that sign already here. So either somebody in that group that's out there studying or our soon to be found out convicted killer and, you know, current cop John Hawks, he was somehow involved with this ring of people, this crooked spiral ring, whatever you want to call it. And he realized, oh, shit, stuff's getting hot. I got to get out of here. He might have been a cop in a parish, but for whatever reason, he books it, you know, Again, the complete opposite of where he was in the hot, swampy, you know, bayous of Louisiana. Well, yeah, It's like, we well, I'll assume just go hide we assume out in Alaska anybody where no one can find up me. up here. Let's also remember, while this is not Pizzolatto involved in any way, shape, or form, Mm let's hmm let's just remember whose dad lives in Alaska. Bro, don't even right now. Let's Don't just remember even, let's don't just remember even, who spends a lot of time in Alaska. don't even, dude. Dude, We if there's one guy we they got don't to go know. to deep We don't in, know, dude, man. deep, deep We don't in know. episode six, there's one guy she can't, the only guy she can trust, she knows is an old guy who lives up in the, who lives like out on, on his own. What's he been doing? Well, he's just been mainlining the secret truth of the universe out there all by himself ever since his dad passed away from cancer. Can't kill himself because he has no pension for it, but he's touched with the he's in touch with the spiritual side of things. He gets it. He knows what's out there in the universe. And she's got to go to him and be like, do you know what this means? And he's like, yeah, I didn't get them all. I got mine, but I didn't get them all. And she's like, well, they're here now. And he's like, I just, I guess I got to I, go back into I had Carcosa. never really thought No, about dude. the Alaskan setting, but I was like, Didn't oh, think, yeah. where else have we heard about Alaska? He spent, he spent some time up there Yeah. as far as we know, as far Ten as we know, years, that's where right? his old man is. Yeah. Yeah. I think Dude, like, we don't even I think have like a year, actually, so like... I think like actually eight years because then he Yeah. came back early Right. to Louisiana to deal with, uh, Billy Lee Tuttle, but, uh. Dude, and we haven't gotten, we did not get a year, did we not? We just got a date that it was We like don't, this. 
Yeah, so this, we don't know when this the, could be a time where yeah. Russ is in. In Let's, there, like, dude, I just we can dream. Dude, we if can they dream. Pa- I listen, just want to say we spent all of season three basically going like, "Oh my god, oh my god," and then it ended up being a laptop. It was a, yeah. it was a, it was a newspaper clipping on a laptop. And I won't say it wasn't satisfying, but I just want to curb our expectations. I don't think we're going to have like Matthew McConaughey and Jodie Foster. But if anybody could get him back to me, it would be like, dude, it's fucking Jodie Foster, bro. Like, come on. Dude, no, well, I don't even need that, dude. Because we don't have a timeline on this, what if she's just like asking around and he's just tending bar up there? As like older Russ before he's gone back. And that's the spark that hits him. It's like, wait a minute. She's like, I found this. And he's like, well, what do you, where'd you find this? Well, I found it here. And he's like, oh, okay. And that reminds him like, I, I got to go back. Like it's, it followed me here. I got to go back to where it started and, and get the one that I didn't get. Like you could totally have him either be in a bar drinking or serving and tending bar which is what he did when he got back to louisiana with that that guy you totally have him do that there because they don't give him a date i was gonna say or you could just have it be present day russ cole like far after the events of detective season one and all of it and he does just live in alaska now and like maybe hopefully has a a more quiet semi-peaceful life and yeah maybe Mm -hmm. he does Maybe he does work at a bar. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So yeah. John Hawks did it. Uh, Russ Cole's coming back. Definitely getting a McConaughey cameo. Uh, Christopher Eccleston uh, is a fake out. But yep. he he may be involved. Again, he has not appeared on screen yet. But he's he's a red herring. Don't buy it. It was John Hawks all along. It was Hawks all along. That's the yep. that's the chant for this season. Hawks right. all along. All along. Uh, and the sun's in on it too. Of course, uh, dude. He's a piece of shit. Like we think we like him initially, but he's actually shit. Uh, one thing I I will note uh, in this very female centric season, female driven season. Uh, Haley Reese character Navarro, she seems very driven by uh the fact that these crimes are done to women and that that's a huge investment for her. That is one thing that I feel like the series um it's maybe not guilty of, but maybe something it could improve on or something as we're kind of changing the the paradigm of what you would expect from a given season or something we want to delve deeper into. Uh the victims are usually presented as they relate to the, you know, the trauma that they inflict on the detectives. And in some right. cases, like the family members around them in like the case of the disappearance in season three, you know, they lose one kid, one's missing the whole for a huge period of time. Uh, there are no female victims in that season. Uh, true. 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 Uh, and season one, you know, is very much about the murder of these young women, but it's it's always framed through kind of how it relates to them. I will say, you know, as as kind of like, for lack of a better term, masculine as that season is, 
uh, every time I rewatch it, I do think uh, that shit's that shit's pretty tempered by uh, the Michelle Monaghan performance, Oh, yeah. uh, but also the kind of like just the whole exploration of masculinity and particularly like the the darker side of the Marty character and the self-righteousness and like all of that stuff. I feel like that really does come through where it's not, you know, it's, you know, it, it is deconstructing a lot of that machismo um, as much as it is like dwelling in the, the cool guy nihilism of Russ Cole at the same time. So, uh, And this immediately feels like it's in a different vein. But anyways, I, I'm just, I'm interested to see if that's a needle they can kind of thread where it's like, uh, we can kind of like feel the, the, and well, and see, I say that and you do get kind of a beautiful coda in season three that kind of gives you maybe like the most hopeful note of the entire series, uh, as it relates to the victim and everything. Oh But, yeah. That uh, she like made it out and yeah, all was of fine. That, all even that though they stuff. tried, even though they tried to pull it, it's like, Oh no, she died. Yeah. I, I don't know. Cause that's but, what I was going to ask you. About, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm interested of... to see if, if this season will delve more into that and her background. And again, in, in a shortened season, I'm interested to see what they focus on because I feel like they have kind of, they've already blasted past a lot of narrative that, maybe would have been more stretched out or right. I should say plot uh, that they've kind of gone ahead and burned through, which I'm excited by. Uh, but at the same time, like we just arrived at our scene, like we haven't even really explored. We, we, we just found the bodies at the end of this, at yeah. this episode. So uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you going to say? Well, no, no, well, we were talking about three. I just, I, in rewatching it, I, was trying to figure, see if there was just some, something else there I missed. And I was just going to ask you about the ending of that with the shot of him in the jungle going, walking back through the jungle. Yeah. Did you take that as like, oh yeah, he remembers everything at that point? Cause he's like, he talks about how like used to be used before Nam and after Nam. Now it's before the Purcell case, after the Purcell case, case. But if he like in his mind's eye, and remember himself as a young man going into the jungle and like, oh, maybe he never left the jungle because like he came home to this jungle, the suburban urban jungle that he couldn't escape this case. He couldn't escape kind of that. But I took that to mean that like this go round that like, oh, Wayne now remembers everything. So he knows that the woman that he met on the side of the road, he knows why he went out there, even though in the moment he got lost and didn't realize it just oh, I need help with my car. But like that last where he's sitting on the porch with his grandkids and his best buddies there and they're going to just his buddy's going to come and live with him so he can keep an eye on him. And there's going to be two little old men sitting around doing whatever, you know, with dogs and stuff. It's an adorable ending. But like that glimpse of him seeing his younger self, I took it to believe that like Wayne remembers everything. He understands. Oh, yeah. The woman I did meet, she was Julie Purcell and she did have an OK life and I can let it go now, you know? So I go back and listen to what we said on that episode and what we speculated at the time. I have no idea. Um, I think I took it as like a, you know, I, I wanted to believe there was a moment where it's like, he knows, he knows, yeah, somehow yeah. he knows. But uh, 
as far as the jungle thing, the more I think about it now and like in rewatching it, I think I looked at it more as like, uh, that's because the first episode ends with him continuing the search. It's after they found Will and he decides to keep looking right for Julie that night. And it's mm -hmm. a very clear, I remember talking about it on the, on the cast as well, but he, uh, he has a flashlight, I think, or a lantern or something, and he's, like, walking out into the woods, and it's a very, like, you know, low-light level, and it's, like, he is the light in the dark. Right. Which, which I liked as, like, an echo of the end of season one and, like, carrying that thematically through. Mm -hmm. And so when it ended with that, what you can read as a flashback, because he is clearly, like, the youngest we've ever seen him. He is in that time space, if you will or he's recalling it, but I read it now as like, no, he's disappearing to me back into the jungle of his own mind, which is all these decades, everything swirled together. Um, but wait, but it's okay that he does. Cause he's surrounded by friends and family now is the jungle is the very last shot, right? Yeah, they pull back on him going walking into the jungle. Yeah. That's but it. Ju so just prior to that is when we get the final scene with him and uh and his wife in the bar. Yeah. Okay. Cuz we get the family, which is the final get scene of like we're I, I want to marry you. Like I'm not playing around. Yeah. Uh yeah. Okay, and then we cut to, but the jungle is the very last shot. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I think that's how I take it. Sorry, we got totally yeah. lost in season. Three. I just go back and I listen never, to yeah. those episodes. They're great. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm very very excited for this season. We have our her early running theories. And, Are we gonna uh, have a shootout? Uh, is there well, some big so, shootout? Well, so here's here, well, it's not necessarily always a shootout. Although it, I guess that does ring true for every single season. All right. Is there going to be an action set piece? Is there, yes. Is there going to be a set piece of some kind? Because again, the season one one, it's not really a shootout. It's like, it's an escape. It's a, it's a, like, you know, it's an it's escape. A fantasy, it's a fantasy. In a war zone. Well, yeah, that, okay. Well, I'm thinking my bad. I don't even count that. I'm talking about like. They lie about like oh my oh, god, Captain America, a uh, Captain America Marty Hart over here, like you know oh, well, they lie that, about all that. There's so, that whole like, scene too, but yeah, no, I feel like that. Yes, as far as like hitting the hitting the highlights of like what we expect from a true detective season. Yeah. To me, what that represents at some at a certain point. Let's let's kind of check the boxes before we check out of this episode. It's the season we got Twitter. We, we got partners. Okay. But no, I'm just saying, let's let, yeah, like, yeah. let's hit what we expect. Partners. We, we got our partners. You know, mm -hmm. we, we set them up. They're at odds at this point. Presumably, they were never like that friendly. They were always kind of begrudging right. from what we can tell. Uh, so we got our partners. That's something we expect. We've got, at, at this point in the series, we've got our, we've got our crooked spiral. We've got some sort of connection to... Uh, what we've what's been revealed as a chopped by firing, but let's never forget that like the root of all of that, 
all of that ritual in season one, presumably, is that these motherfuckers actually believe in the Yellow King, in Carcosa, in these, like, otherworldly metaphysical, like, beings, these, like, gods beyond beyond gods that we can't comprehend or understand like the ancient ones we're, yeah. we're all operating from that theory right it's like break yes these are human beings but like that this is They're why ascending. they were doing that shit like right. in their heads whether you buy it or not whether it is real like quote unquote real whatever that means whether like that metaphysical shit is ever entering our realm like whether we're ever going to see a creature like does not matter like but it's what these people presumably believe or some of them do or some of them are just fucking fucked up sadistic killers and it's been passed down and it's like it's their ideology and it's their you know whatever it's how they're buying into it but so we expect some sort of like cult related aspect i would say that that broadly we usually expect something cult-related, which, again, season three ends up being a subversion of. Mm-hmm. Is this little, little pocket thing that, like, she wants to, like, the interviewer wants to put all that on it and connect right. it to this. But what we find is, like, no, it's actually this kind of very specific, isolated case. Like, Yeah, much like know. all of Satanic Panic, there was never any ever actual evidence of any sort of, like, Satanic cults don't kill children in real life. They do it in the movies. That's it. There's yeah. never been one recorded episode exactly. or so, case like, of any ritual sacrifice of any child ever in this but country. We, but we want to be playing around with that. And to that extent, we could say supernatural stuff. And yeah. they do have the little brief teaser of like, what are these guys actually doing up here? Like they're investigating the ice and everything. It's like, well, they're trying to figure out like where we came from. Like, you know, the yeah. meaning of it all and everything. And of course, so I took that to be head. that like they they pulled up they pulled up an indigenous woman from like thousands of years ago is what they pulled out of the ice and she's awake. Yeah, maybe that's what I pulled that. Oh, yeah. Or it's just a Wendigo. Who knows? Or again, I'm I'm taking it as like if we're going supernatural, it's like it's the ghost of that woman that they wronged in some way or like a curse that was put on them because of this evil deed. But again, I don't think those guys had anything to do. It was Hawks all along. Yeah, it, it was, was Hawks, Hawks all, along. all along. We're sticking to it. That's our story. Okay. Uh, I'm excited. We get yeah. we got new true D we're going to be yeah, back dude. every Tuesday for the next yes. five weeks. Uh, Tuesdays for you guys. It's right after the episode happens for us, so we're oh, not going to sit yeah, around we and we're not going to do plot, uh, anything like that. Excuse this me. gives you time to watch it, okay? We're assuming when you're tuning in on Tuesdays to and our no. Tuesdays show, you've watched it either Sunday or Monday. Yes, exactly. So this is not, again, this is not really a plot recapture. This is more... This is more for Gavin and I to have like the conversation we would over the phone, so right. to speak. Exactly. Uh, but just kind of have it on mic. So again, we're assuming you watched it. We're assuming you've watched all the previous seasons. Spoilers, obviously, we've already done all of that. Uh, but yeah, that's the and game plan is, going forward. This is also done because 
God, we know that if if you only have one person following an HBO show, the show gets canceled. So we don't want the show to get canceled. So we're both following it. So therefore, it's cancel proof. <laughs> you can't get you know whatever. So that's one another reason. Despite us having the conversation that we went over the phone, it's to just make sure that we're going to get another season at some point because we love True Detective and we don't want it canceled. Well, a la that one thing that you did years ago. I can't what? remember. I don't even the name the name of the show. And here it's not. I know this much is true. Here, here and now. now, never forget. Never forget. Now and then. Here and now. Now and th- now. Oh, now and then's the t- the the girl the girl power '90s movie with uh, Christina Ricci and all those girls from the '90s. You're right. Yeah, here and now, then and gone. Don't remember it at all. But that's because you only had one person following it week to week. Now that we got two, I think we solved it. I think we figured out we. we okay so again this the is, case you can you can come to us for 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 theories speculation uh, and just raw instant takes of the episode but uh yeah. that's what we're going to be doing here on Tuesdays. we're going to be detecting for the next five weeks looking forward to it uh for now i have been known and i have been gavin and we've been the blanchard brothers and this has been Tuesdays. Yeah, I don't. I, I I don't know. We don't have a line from this. No, there is. This but that's yet. my favorite. Like it, it's coming. It's my, coming. Uh, Eventually, I'm sure we'll get our line. These contracts, these signatures, all over. I hope you appreciated that I made that the biggest one. So I I don't yeah. even know if you care about shit like this, but I. So I was like, where are my season two heads at? And I was like, that's literally like me, Gavin, <laughs> Tim. And so I added you, I added Tim, and I was like, who else likes season two? I was like, fucking Matt Gorley from, because uh, <laughs> I listened to a bunch of his podcasts and he's brought it up multiple times. And so I added him, dude, and sure enough, he fucking looked at both of my stories. <laughs> like he looked at the one he was tagged in, which was for season two, and he didn't like like it or anything, but he saw it. Like I saw that he saw it basically. Uh-huh. But then he definitely was like, who the fuck is this? Because he looked at, he clearly like went to my page and uh-huh. then clicked on my story again because he saw the previous one for the season uh-huh. two episode. <laughs> um, he de- so he definitely saw that or for the, yeah, for the season one episode, rather he saw that right. first post uh, as well. So I was like, I don't know. That made me feel cool because I was just like, I like that guy, and I like, he, I like that he likes he he sticks up for it. Whenever it dude, comes I, up, he's like, not dude, True Detective season two, fucking rules. Yeah. So, uh, and it's just so weird going back and watching it this time too, because I'm just like, I can see why people did not want to deal with this week to week, but like, I get like again, I hate to say it, I because I love the dude. If you just drop the Paul character. Who really serves no purpose whatsoever, except for just being 
around. And he does, like, yes, he is great in a gunfight. And that's amazing. But, like, you could make Belcoro, like, yeah, he's a burnout, but goddamn, is he a crack shot as a burnout? You know what I mean? Like, he could hold, he, he holds his own in that shootout. But, like, you know, it just, yeah, I see why people. It's were just like, a mm. hat. It's just a hat on a hat on a hat with that right. character. It's like not only is he a, like a veteran of the war in the Middle East dealing and with he's PTSD, also, he's also gay. <laughs> he's also like. He also was part fucking, of a contracting group that may have committed war crimes right. after already being a veteran. That's he's the a, crazy thing. He's also gay. He's also popping pills pop, or popping Viagra so that he can have sex to maintain the like mask of masculinity with his. It's just it's too much. It's too much yeah. on one character when you already have five other fucking characters right. going. Well, it's just you, like you, he you, should you, just be the fucking vet. Who like is dealing with some shit, but like they did not. I mean, and again, I liked the gays. I liked the whole gay subplot because it was just like this is like wow. I can't believe we're doing this on top of everything else. Um, Plus, you had a factor in the mom part of it too, like him being an only child of a like a, a showgirl, so he doesn't know who his dad is either. Because that brings in oh all my the other God, dad I stuff. I forgot about the whole mom backstory. Yeah. Like. Uh-huh. Come yeah. on. There's just so much, get, dude. It's like it, a hat, 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 hat. It's so it ridiculous. Give it a rest. Give me more yeah. time with Velcoro and his weird yeah, dude. <laughs> Give it to Yeah. Who's obviously like from them the... watching Friends with, during a supervised visit. Give me more dude. scenes like that. You know what I noticed, really? And this is just a credit to fucking Colin Farrell, dude. When he is getting scolded and or chastised by anybody else, he does his best to look like the kid does when he's nervous around him because you notice the red hair kid just like kind of looking down always kind of schmarmy like mm, i don't want to talk every time somebody with authorities around is Coro, he's doing this dude it like, is his kid it, it, yeah exactly i'm just like there's no you can't tell me that's not his child at all because he has the same face and mannerisms that this kid this child actor did when he was so nervous to be around his own dad you know and then talk about okay. fred Fred Ward just like telegraphing the entire Yo. show in the second episode, man. Come on. Okay. I could I do 10 episodes on season two right now, dude. I uh, swear cool. to God. I mean, if you at some, if, if the people demand it, we'll go back yeah. and we'll do every single episode. I, I did not rewatch season two. I've only rewatched season one and I jumped straight to three because I want to make sure I had time to cover everything. Uh, and because that's the one I'd only seen once. So. I haven't gone back yeah. to two yet. I probably will as soon as it's this so good, ends, uh, because I love that season, and I'm 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 sure it will. But I'm I'm sorry. I'm trying to wrap it up, dude. I I gotta go play the new Prince of Persia. It just unlocked at midnight. Oh, I had it pre-ordered. Okay. I, I love you. I, I love you go. too. I gotta okay. go.